Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle. I'm Elliot Danker. It's now time for the bigger picture with Ryan Huang. And it's a very interesting sort of uh, juncture that we're at, Ryan. We're looking at minutes of a meeting that was held three weeks ago to try and understand the language behind it. Yet at the same time, we're anticipating data that could determine the direction that the Fed is going to take. We know they're going to continue to increase interest rates. Just a question of uh, how aggressive for how long. Yeah. So how long and how high? That is the question as investors try to read between the lines of the latest minutes. And like you pointed out, is it still valid or how valid is it three weeks on? And looking at what we had overnight on Wall Street, we had, I guess, investors looking to it with some optimism because it seemed to suggest that officials are willing to scale back if they do get those inflation numbers up. But all in, it was still a mood of caution and that saw markets down overnight. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was lower by 0.1%. The S&P 500 closed down by 0.3% and the Nasdaq Composite down by 0.1%. Let's unpack it with Sunny Hamid. He's the Director of Wealth Management for Financial Alliance. Morning, Sunny. Morning, morning, morning. Hey, let's talk about your takeaways from the FOMC minutes. Officials are saying they expect higher rates to stay in place, but this was three weeks ago, Sunny. How much has the needle moved since then? Well, I don't think very much, although they have given some indication that they're willing to give way when, when inflation meets their, their objective. So that's the key thing. I think many people in the market don't expect inflation to go all the way back down to 2% based on their, on their indicator. PCE. Hmm. Um, so at the end of the day, it's going to be a challenge for them to do so. The big question now is next year when uh, inflation does come off, um, how is the Fed going to react when it doesn't go back all the way down to two? Are they going to keep on hiking until it does or will they pivot um, because they, they realize that you know you just really can't bring it down because there are certain aspects uh, within the numbers which are just very difficult to, to come off. Yeah, Sunny, so the Fed's waiting for data and we will get data tonight. We have the CPI numbers, the Consumer Price Index numbers. So taking a step back and looking at what happened last month, we had hot and expected numbers and that kind of saw markets react badly to those hot and expected numbers. What's your reading of the picture of the inflation picture so far in the US and where are things going from here? Yeah, I think you're, you're right to say that the last month caused a little bit of uh, reaction from the market because markets weren't expecting to see the core side of CPI going higher, i.e. there was this basic indication that inflation was permeating itself uh, across goods which typically don't go up that fast and they call it the sticky numbers mm. or the sticky CPI. That will be the main focus this time around because if it continues to trend higher, it may show that uh, inflation is becoming entrenched and therefore a bit more difficult for the Fed to reduce rates going forward. So I think that will be the focus. Nevertheless, I think there are overall an expectation that inflation will come off as the economy slows. It's just inevitable um, that inflation does, does come off historically every time there's a so-called recession, so to say. Yeah, it's interesting when you look at the earnings from PepsiCo. So what's interesting is that they have managed to hike prices and pass it on to consumers. And even though volumes dropped down, we saw them still seeing profits going up and sales also going up. What's your take on the earnings reflection here? Hmm. So this is very typical of um, situation during 
fairly high inflation or, or uh, at times where companies can hike their, their prices. It's really a balance between the growth in your rate hikes or, or, or price hikes and the loss in your in your sales. And, and this boils down to what we call elasticity of demand. Mm. Um, if your product is inelastic in terms of demand, people still consume it despite the fact that it's gone up by 10 cents. While the 10 cents represents a 10% increase in your price, um, your decline in demand may not be that much. So net-net, uh, you end up with basically um, higher revenue like what PepsiCo has, has seen. So it really depends on, on what we call the elasticity uh, of demand for your product. Yeah, PepsiCo confident enough to hike its forecasts for sales and profit this year off the back of that strong quarter. And look at how strong the US dollar has been. We are looking at the Japanese yen hitting a new 24-year low. So just for some context, you've got the dollar stronger by nearly 30% year-on-year versus the Japanese yen. Where do things go from here for Japan? Because we've seen them intervene before at a much lower level. Are we expecting them to do the same again, Sunny? Presumably so, given that they've started the ball rolling. I think it's, and I think the, the BOJ knows it's unlikely that they can reverse the trend. Um, they're doing it basically on, on, on one side. The, the Americans are not coming in to help it, you know. Uh, the U.S. hasn't signaled the fact that they are uncomfortable with the strong dollar. So, in general, the dollar is still expected to strengthen. As long as the BOJ keeps rates at such low levels and the so-called interest rate differential of the U.S. continues to widen, and we do expect the U.S. to hike another, what, another 150 basis points for the next three meetings. So, overall, that itself ensures that the yen will continue to weaken um, uh, in, the, in the weeks and even months ahead. And just to wrap things up, let's uh, look at what's happening back home. So you've got uh, this week the IMF warning that we might see a recession um, sometime next year where we could see millions feeling the pain of recession. Are you seeing any signs of that playing out in Singapore, Sunny? And what do you expect in the coming year? So I think Singapore's numbers may take a little bit of time, but overall, I mean, given that it's a small open economy, um, the fact that the IMF mentioned a third of the um, they expect a third of world countries to be in recession. Look at the, just just look at the top ten global GDP economies: um, the US, China, Europe, um, and and then parts of Asia like South Korea and such. Um, they're all slowing down drastically, or expected to slow down next year. So it's quite inevitable that eventually. Uh, Singapore will be dragged down uh, if that happens. It's, it's always the case for a small economy like Singapore. And what would recession look like? Uh, would you be looking at job losses in uh, sectors across the board? Looks likely to be the case if it really carries on. I mean, the signs are basically at this point, our expectation is we're going to get a normal, typical recession. The only problem is we're seeing certain cracks appear in, in financial markets, uh, like what we saw in the UK, uh, energy companies in Europe, shortage of dollars here in Asia. If it happens that something blows up um, and chances have, are increasing that something like that will happen, um, we could see a much deeper recession than we, we, and where we currently anticipate. And, and that would actually permeate into potentially even a crisis. Again, uh, that's not our base case at this point, but we're just saying that there are many minds out there and we're just navigating our, ourselves mm. through this minefield at this point. All right, we'll get some clarity to some extent from the numbers out tomorrow from the advanced estimates for the third quarter for Singapore. We've been chairing Sunny Hamid. He's the Director of Wealth Management for Financial Alliance. Sunny, thanks for your time this morning. Thanks for having me. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.
To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.